Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Perimenopause Power. We are really excited to bring you today's guest and wonderful interview. Now, you may know of our guest, Marion Stewart. She is the author of Manage Your Menopause Naturally and author of a whopping 27 other books. A world-renowned healthcare expert, she has helped tens of thousands of women around the world overcome PMS and menopause symptoms without using drugs or hormones. In 2018, she was awarded the British Empire Medal and was recognized as one of the 50 most inspirational women by the Daily Mail. So without waiting any longer, let's get right into today's episode. Well, welcome, Marion, and thank you so much for coming on to our podcast today. And we might just jump straight into the questions. And, you know, we are familiar with your work, obviously, but we'd love for you to share with us and our listeners on how you came to work in the area of menopause specifically. Well, I started out life helping women with PMS by accident. (laughs) Um, I was married to a doctor. I was living in England at the time, and he was setting up the British Society for Nutritional Medicine with three other doctors and I was on maternity leave. So they gave me 10,000 medical papers to sort into conditions and I found 200 on PMS. And so we started to train his nurse in his practice, thinking that it would be a kind of add on service for him. And then a local journalist came to see him and heard what we were doing so could she write about it never did I dream that would be the end of life as I knew it because Mm. she did write the article and it got picked up by Cosmo and goodness knows how many other newspapers and then I got dragged onto breakfast television and we had sacks and sacks of mail and awful sad stories from women who just lose the plot when they are premenstrual and felt that they described themselves as Jekyll and Hyde and so on and so We devised this program, which was basically dietary and lifestyle program with a few science-based supplements thrown in. And we found within uh, not very long that 96% of the women were symptom-free within Mm. the space of four months. And so we then carried on obviously delivering the PMS service because at that time, women were only being given hormone advice and they were waiting waiting lists in clinics for probably six months or a year in the UK. It was awful. And so we set, we started what probably was the first, the world's first telehealth service. <laughs> and we literally helped women all over the world. Funnily enough, I was in Melbourne in the women's library. They were opening women's library. I was doing a photo shoot in there um, for an article they were doing on a book that I was launching then. And the journalist that was uh, the photographer just kept telling me to put my hand further back on the shelf. And I was like stretching my arm up thinking I can't stretch it much more. When I looked up, there were two copies of my PMS video up there. And actually, I only owned one by then because we'd had 5,000 made, but we loaned them out to women's groups and they'd all gone. And I was completely beside myself. I was in Melbourne and there were these two two copies. 
profits. It's like uh, unbelievable. Anyway, so I realized that we were having impact at that point and we really had kind of gone around the world. And then that was um, in the early 90s, there were publications on uh, menopause, on the natural approach to menopause in the British Medical Journal. Uh, the first study I ever read about was done at Monash University, again in Australia, um, looking at women. Uh, they fed them flax seeds, red clover and soy. And they were able to bring about a similar change in the lining of the vagina as they would have expected to see in women taking hormone replacement therapy using um, the estrogen cream. And then there were other publications. And so we tweaked our PMS program and turned it into a menopause program. And that's really how it happened. It just happened by accident. And then we went on helping women with going through different stages of menopause right the way through to from when women have a chemical menopause, when they have a hysterectomy early, when they go into perimenopause and they have absolutely no clue what's happening to them, right the way through to postmenopause, which is obviously the rest of your life after menopause. And it it's just been amazing seeing the transformation when women learn to meet their needs, just as it was for the PMS patients. Mm. 91% of the women were symptom-free on our menopause program within five months. And then at the end of 2016, um, I'd been out of the field for a while because I was running a foundation, a memory, a foundation in memory of my daughter. When I came back, I didn't have my TV show in the UK anymore. I didn't have my column in the mail and so on. And I didn't know what to do. I married again. I was living in America and somebody introduced me to a film producer and I was going to make some films on women's health. She was running a Facebook live course the next day and I didn't know a thing about social media at the time. So she invited me to come on it and I made four really rubbish quality films on my phone. She showed me how to upload them to Facebook and within 12 weeks, over a million women saw the films. And so it made me really angry and upset to think that all these years later, after we started helping women going through menopause, doctors still weren't educated and women were just being bowled over by their hormones as if life was over, life as they knew it was over. And in fact, in our latest survey on 1100 women, two thirds of them say they feel robbed of life as they knew it. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. It's no, so sad. Yeah. It's amazing. I um I, I heard I have heard you tell that story about the Facebook social post, Marion, and I was just like, wow, the first time I heard that. But it just shows how many women are you know, just not informed. And we're still seeing it right up till this morning in relation to women that are contacting us also. So it's just yeah. really sad, I suppose, that we're just not, you know, the information's just not out there or women don't know where to go or where to turn. Well, the other thing is they don't associate the symptoms they're having with menopause because Correct. they feel too young. So Julie, who's in my team, has worked with me for the last six years. She came just about the time when we had these million women and, uh, we were thinking, well, what do we do? So we took the science from the five-month program and turned it into six bite-sized modules. And we turned it into a course because I thought women have a right to knowledge. Yes, You know, they yes. have a right to know what does the research show is going to help them not only to have no symptoms, but also to manage the rest of their lives and prevent all the ghastly things that can happen to us after menopause. And so Julie came through the course. She was the admin, but she came through the first course. And it wasn't until afterwards that she said to me, I hadn't slept for two years for more mm. than a two hour stretch. And I, I did. I followed the instructions on the program. And I was, I had brain fog. And so it wasn't that I couldn't do my job, but I had, it took me longer and I had to make notes and post-its and everything to remind myself. Once I'd done your program, 
I she said four weeks into the program, I slipped, I slept through the night for seven hours and I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And the brain fog lifted. And now she's doing she before she was tired, now she's boxing and and does all sorts of exercise. And it's a whole different ball game for her. So that's just an example of how you get these symptoms, but you don't associate them with anything other than the symptom. Do you, know, yeah. you think, oh, I'm tired, I'm feeling old. I remember being in my clinic once in Holly Street and this woman came in, I think I was 49 at the time. And the woman came in and she said, she told me all about how tired and terrible she felt. And then she said, well, what can I expect? I'm 47. Ah, oh, yeah. And, and I said, well, you can expect a great deal more than that. You know, right. you're running on empty. You're mm-hmm. like a bucket with a hole in it. The, the research from around the world shows that billions of women have got nutritional deficiencies. And when that happens, you're running on economy mode and you're bound to feel tired and washed out. You know, you need to have a midlife refuel. And that's what this is all about. Mm. Very powerful. And I, I loved what you said around we we don't have to succumb to the poor quality of living we don't have to say well i'm i'm at that age so it's just to be expected yeah it's, yeah, it's to yeah. be expected yeah. or same same as when we think about doing something that's beyond our comfort zone or something that stretches us and we say well i'm only human mm. how about we come into the opportunity that lies in in being human in being alive and taking the phases of life that we're in with that that transformational lens and and coming into ourselves and as you said nurturing our body giving our body what what it needs at that time to support us through and also uh, beyond that as well you're you're well known for your approach of a natural menopause transition and you've touched on it a little bit Uh, in your book manage your menopause naturally your introduction is entitled welcome to the second half of your life Big exclamation mark from us, and we, we love it. Can you expand on what a natural approach means with the menopause work you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what I said before about nutritional deficiencies is one of the basic fundamental things that we need to correct because women have babies and they breastfeed and they run in the fast lane and they forget to nurture themselves. You have your children, your family, your partner, your work. And you become the last priority if you're anything like me and many of my patients. And that's okay while you're feeling well. But as you start running on empty, your ovaries, when you're born as a baby girl, you've got millions of eggs. And and over time, when you get to perimenopause, that eight years leading up to menopause, they're running out. Mm -hmm. And so you've got empty estrogen receptor sites, but you've also got the lowest levels of nutrients you've probably had in living memory. And those two things together send you into a tailspin and you really can't think straight. You can't function, you can't sleep, you feel anxious. And so what we're doing with our program is it's really a five-pronged approach. We're teaching people how to get their nutrients back into an optimum range. Mother Nature gives us wonderful signs, physical signs like skin, hair and nail signs of how do you detect nutritional deficiencies so you can correct them. So you give yourself a big boost then, and that has a positive effect on your brain chemistry and your hormone function. The next thing is we're teaching women how to consume naturally occurring estrogen or estrogen because the molecule is so similar to the estradiol you had before menopause, you can literally fool your brain into thinking you've got normal circulating levels again. And when you get to menopause, the reason you get the hot flushes and the night sweats and all those weird symptoms is that the brain 
doesn't get what's going on in your body. We used to only live till 50, mm. 100 years or so ago. And so we didn't have to deal with this. Now the brain thinks, I want those ovaries to work again. Doesn't understand that they're not going to do that anytime soon. And so it sends these thermal surges through your body, which we know as hot flushes and night sweats and anxiety and panic attacks and weird feelings because it's trying to wake your ovaries up. So if you consume mother nature's estrogen, you're going to literally fulfill the need of the receptor sites and the brain thinks everything's fine. Symptoms disappear. So -hmm. that's the second part of the program. The third part in certainly in the short term is to take science-based supplements, supplements that have been through properly conducted clinical trials, because it's not a regulated industry. There are a lot of supplements out there. The research shows that don't contain what they say on the label. So it's very much picking the supplements that have been shown to be safe and effective and will suit your symptom set. So that's the next bit. The fourth bit is doing uh, formal relaxation because so it's a bit like the relaxation at the end of a yoga session or meditation or guided meditation from an app. And that helps to rewire your brain if you've got high cortisol, stress hormone. And it has also been shown to reduce hot flushes and night sweats by 50 to 60%. So just taking time out, 20 minutes the minimum. I love to do half an hour. And it just makes you feel, it takes you into a really deep, relaxed state, out again. If you can't do it yourself, you can do it with an app. We use an app called Pziz, which I love. And it just makes you feel like you've had a big sleep. And so you get up feeling refreshed with lots more energy and you can get on with the day. So that's the next bit. And then finally, exercise. And that doesn't have to be running a marathon. It can be just getting out your chair, doing some dancing to your favorite music, getting a hula hoop, going around your waist or even brisk walking out, looking at nature, whatever you fancy doing. So it's not difficult. And we can, whether you like cooking or you hate cooking in my book, The one you mentioned, the latest one, I've got recipes, menu plans. I've got um, meal plans and fast options. I've got complicated things if people like to spend time in the kitchen. But equally, I've got lists of healthy fast food that you can just pick up and you don't need to do much other than open the packet. You can still eat really well Mm. and fulfill your needs. So there's something there for everybody. I love the bit about the relaxation because um, a lot of women don't put the time away to be able to do that. And and I'm just thinking if I say that to some of the clients that we're seeing at the moment where we actively, you know, encourage them to do the movement and the de-stressing, um, they'll say, oh, no, I, I can't do half an too hour. Busy. Too busy. Yeah, too busy. That's right. I'm too busy. And yeah. as we often say, you know, well, just start with five minutes. Just start. And then, you know, you can build up to it because the body's really clever, isn't it? It You give it five minutes and it'll go, hey, I really love that. I want more at the same time next time or, you know. Um, so that's really, really powerful. Nat? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think and also, I mean, I have a very busy mind. So when I tried to meditate in the beginning, mm. Mm. I, I had to have a pen and paper and write things down and I kept waking up. I'm hopeless. So when I found this app, I it just worked for me. It, it works for many of our patients as well. And it just it just it kind of grabs you and takes you. It was, it was created mm-hmm. by neuroscientists. And so it's designed to take you into a really deep, relaxed state and then bring you out again. Yeah. So find what works for you as an individual, you know. And as I said, you get your time back. Um 
two or threefold. You know, so you can't, it's a false economy to say I'm too busy because what what then happens is you get to the end of the day feeling completely ragged, you serve dinner, sit down on the sofa, and then you're away with the fairies, you know, fast asleep, feeling far too tired to do anything. This way, you have a little break in the afternoon or after work, you get turbocharged, and you can go and do whatever you like for the rest of the day and make good use of the time. Mm, yeah, definitely. And what I love too is, you know, the modules that you take your clients through, it's about coming back to their body. So I'm, I'm a yoga meditation teacher and a big advocate for connecting mind, body and soul together. And there is so much wisdom. There is so much knowledge, so, so much that our body gives us in talking to us and telling us what we need. And the fact that, yes, we've got nature around us that we can use that to support us too, I think really important and and really the basis behind our podcast here too is shifting the mindset that mm. we have so many internal resources that we can use and support and there might be external support that we need but we can come into our body and understand where we are what we need and and what is our body telling us so you know just beautifully beautifully said i know and the thing is we only have one body you yes. know and it's going to take us the distance and I know your audience is mainly perimenopause, but what you have to get, I'm, I remember being in Perth at Menopause the Musical in the theatre. I don't know why I agreed to go there for five nights, but I did. And so I was signing a book at the time and I was listening to the women going past me in the foyer saying, I've been there, done that and got the T-shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, actually, you haven't, because menopause is only one day. Mm -hmm. It's the anniversary of your last period. And then you're postmenopausal for the rest of your life. And you are much more predisposed to bone loss. You can lose 20% of your bone mass. You can have heart attack, much more so than a man. You can get dementia. You get your vagina gives up and gets all dry and crispy. So you can't have anything much going on down there. But you can prevent all that. Mm. Do you know the research shows you can prevent it? You can have yeah. the best sex. Yeah. You know, you can strong bones, a healthy heart and a really sharp mind if you learn how to meet your needs. So it's worth taking a bit of time out when you're perimenopausal or even just before, do you know, as you're turning from PMS days into the perimenopause, because my PMS patients only came back for a tweak because they learned to meet their needs when they were younger. Mm. You know, so they got their nutrients into an optimum range. They just then needed to learn how to consume Mother Nature's estrogen or estrogen for the, for this different life stage. And that was all they needed to do. They were already exercising. They were already doing their relaxation. So the earlier you start, and bear in mind that your bone mass reaches its peak by the time you get to 35 years old. Yeah. Do you know? So by the time you get to 45, you're already going downhill and you need to do something about it if you value your well-being and you want to extend your wellness years. Mm. And I just want to add, because you just reminded me or made me think of um, in Australia, Melbourne University have been involved in a 30-year study following women. And it started in 1990 and they're still going. And the, the greatest piece of knowledge that I took from the book that uh, Cassandra Sozek wrote was that 45 is such a pivotal age in a woman's life that determines 
their level of health and well-being as they age. And we yes. talk about it so much that the more that you do in the beginning or starting where you are today, mm. don't think that you're in your 40s or your 50s and life's over. Start today with whatever you can do because what you do contributes to the future viability of your life and your health, um, which is, you know, so important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just think the problem with us, though, and I just I've yet to find a woman that doesn't apply to is that we never think it's going to happen to us. No. Do you know, we always think it's out there somewhere in the future. And it's not until we fall on our face that we really think, oh, I do need to do something now. And, you know, myself included. Do you know, I, I went into an early menopause. I was going through a divorce at the time. It was very stressful. And I just thought my symptoms were to do with stress. Mm. I got, you know, I started to get hot flushes, started to feel a bit weird. And I remember walking home from my clinic thinking, hmm, maybe I should write myself a program and follow <laughs> it. So I did. I, I thought, right, I'm going to do that. I wrote myself a program, started following it. Lo and behold, the symptoms went in about six weeks. What did I think then? I thought, oh, it couldn't possibly have been menopause. I'm too young. You know, mm. I'm 47. It couldn't have been menopause. So I abandoned everything I was doing. And guess what? The symptoms came back. So I had to go back to it. So, you you know, you learn the hard way. It's all very well saying, yes, let's prevent it. But we're all busy and people don't necessarily take that on board. So I agree with you to emphasize meet your needs as, as quickly as you can and really get real on the fact that you are at a crossroads when you get to 45. Mm. You know, you're either going to go downhill and feel old and have all sorts of things happen to you that are out of your control, or you're going to be proactive and follow recommendations like the ones we're talking about and the ones that you're practicing with your clients as well, because it makes the world of difference. Yeah. Huge difference. And and also it's like um, those nutritional deficiencies that you talk about, you know, they come crashing down in your mid-40s too, I think, because chances are most of us have finished having children if we've had them by then and we're probably resuming a working life and just getting back into more of a busy lifestyle. And, you know, if we're not exercising right, sleeping right, don't have our stress levels under control, and um, we're not eating well or haven't eaten well, it, it comes crashing down and, and really, um, you know, we realise that something needs to be done, don't we? Absolutely. And the research now is showing that up to 20% of women are leaving the workplace because mm. they're bogged over by their hormones. You know, we've worked long and hard for parity with men. You know, we've got it. And then what happens? Along come the hormones. Well, if everyone in the workplace had a passage right to a midlife refuel, you wouldn't, we wouldn't have this awful M word and the shame and the ageism. We'd just be empowered to get turbocharged and get on with the rest of our lives. And so that's what we're looking at to actually mm. shift the paradigm so we can actually get women everywhere to understand that it's not difficult to get yourself back to feeling like the best version of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's a great segue into my next question, actually, Marion. So just change it up a little bit. You're very aware. I follow you um, on LinkedIn as well. Um, you're very aware of the recommendations that were rejected by the UK government recently with supporting women in the workplace, including the rejection of menopause leave. Um, and it's obvious from the likes of yourself and us um, and our counterparts that we need to keep moving ahead 
when it comes to supporting women in the workplace, and not just the UK, but all over the world, regardless of what the UK government are thinking, what are your some of your takeaways from this decision in relation to the most important things that we can be encouraging employers and workplaces to be doing in supporting the women and men at this phase of a woman's life? Yeah, well, we do that. We work in, in the workplace and we go in and we do webinars for men and women. Mm. And first one we did for men and women was at Cisco, which was a global oh, webinar. Yes. And the, uh, the global wellbeing director said they had the best response of any wellbeing initiative they'd ever undertaken. Mm. The men want, I mean, we've done surveys on men as well. They feel frustrated and rejected and they haven't got a clue in the workplace how to manage women who are going through this transition. It's scary. So helping them to have knowledge about what's going on in a woman's body. And also it's just a transition. It can get fixed. So we do that. We then go in and we survey the workforce so we can tell the management what's going on under the radar anonymously obviously uh, so they know which women need the most support which women need prevention if you're just going through starting at the beginning of perimenopause you may just need some knowledge and self-help information whereas if you've got full-blown raging hormones you're going to need personal help and a proper program writing for you so those are the kind of things that we provide in the workplace and I think that this rejection by the UK government doesn't altogether surprise me because I mm. ran a, I, I ran a campaign for six years in memory of my daughter and I worked with the prime minister and his ministers and I know what it takes to change the law and we got 20 world-class experts together and it was a lot of hard work so I think there's a lot of yards to hard yards to go yet before we get what we need but in the meantime let's focus on the solution yeah do you know or solutions rather than focusing on the problem and, you know, the outcry, the um, outrageousness of the fact that we're not meeting women's needs in the workplace because our what is now our six-week programme is actually life-changing. It turns women's lives around even in the space of six weeks. They see a light at the end of the tunnel and within a few months, they're back to feeling better than they can remember. And then they're turbocharged and then their their brain function comes back. They don't have brain fog anymore. They can be much more productive in the workplace. And it's uh, just a win for everybody. The workplace benefits because Forbes says it costs $810 billion globally each year due to lost productivity associated with menopause. That's huge. Mm. You know, we can slash that bill by helping women to be well. So I think more coaching, more experts on board, more executives engaging We've had we had one um, doctor who came through our program. I met her at a networking event in London. Um, she, Dr. Vivian McVeigh, she was a GP for 20 years and then she became the CEO of Virgin Care. And she came, she tried HRT three times. And it didn't work for her. So she, I said, come on my program, which she did. Three weeks, her symptoms were gone. They never came back. And during COVID, she had over 4,000, 4,500 nurses on the front line during the the pandemic and we gave them support you know she opened the door for us so we could give them support and help to keep them as well as we possibly could so that's you know when a a female executive has the experience herself and has the transformation we know that it's going to make a world world of difference and she's going to understand the value of helping to support the workforce well how powerful is that 
Yes. And I love that you say specifically, let's focus on the solution. Mm. Let's stop, you know, shining a light on the problem. Let's all collectively be that solution, men and women and workplaces, community. And again, come back to how we can support women, how women can harness this phase of life and, and continue doing the things they want to do and contributing to our workplaces and community and, and the economy. Exactly. And also when they're better at work, it helps their self-esteem. It helps their, their personal economy, because if you bomb out of the workplace in your late forties, what's going to happen? You know, you're going to live for a long time. How are you going to manage financially? And also then you're feeling, they're feeling better. It's also going to percolate to below the waist Mm. So instead of feeling our relationship survey showed that over 70% of women felt switched off below the waist, 90% of them said they were finding it difficult to have an orgasm and they get vaginal dryness and all of that, which you can reverse. Mm. So you get all those tingly feelings back again. You can have really good sex and just get on with your life. And and, and maybe your kids have grown up by then and, and you've got a bit more time with your partner and you can have fun together rather than curling up in a ball on the side of the bed thinking don't touch me I don't want to have this conversation and the minute you touch me I'm going to get hot do you know it's just that's not that's not the way forward such a good point because we don't talk about that enough I think too and you know you often see relationships breaking down around this time of life and I can't um you know there's so much that I've read from other women that said if they knew about this they probably didn't need to go through such a you know such a process of having to divorce a partner that they look back now and say you know maybe we could have done it differently so it's actually quite sad really isn't it oh absolutely and I remember when I had a real clinic instead of the virtual clinics we have now and sometimes a partner would come along to support the person who's going through menopause and get knowledgeable. And then they go off and do it together. You know, mm. they should have a massage and she'd, you know, he'd bring her flowers and he'd go shopping for food or maybe cook her dinner or whatever, you know, have a date night and be understanding because he knew it was only going to take a little while before he got back the person he fell in love with. Yeah. You know? yep. so it was just worth being supportive. Mm. And and I think we are stronger together if Mm. we go through this journey. And it isn't about being old. It's just about needing a refuel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Beautifully said. And just beautiful in highlighting the need for men as well to understand this phase of life, to be that support. So this podcast is all about power and finding, nurturing and using our personal power as we transition through life phases, such as perimenopause and beyond. We'd love to know from you, what does coming into your own power mean to you? Oh, heavens, what does it mean to me? I guess it means believing in myself. I mean, having run the campaign in memory of my daughter, uh, which was a very hard thing to do, I um, realised that if you feel motivated by a sense of injustice which I do uh, I've come to realize I do you just get on and do whatever you need to do and you are so much more if you as long as you're well you are so powerful and collaboration is another way to um, be even more powerful because working with like-minded people helps you in so many ways so I think just having following your passion whatever that is helping other people in whatever way you can, whatever your skills are, helps you feel like the best version of yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And so never stop looking after yourself. I mean, I try and do my exercise, my yoga, you know, have a massage. I try and practice what I, sometimes I fall over. Of course, I'm human too, but I get right back on and do it again because I know that keeps me feeling ageless. And so that makes me feel that I can show up and be powerful and help so many people to have a better existence. Oh, I resonate with that so much. And I love how you talk about you fall off and get back on again because you've got the knowledge there. So even though you fall off, and I had a discussion with a client yesterday about this, is that you now have the knowledge. So we're all human and we do fall off sometimes, but now you can get back on much quicker and then you just go about doing what you need to do. So that's really, really powerful. Yeah, I think so. And, And you have to just give yourself permission to make yourself a priority. Yeah, and then that's the important thing at this stage in life and get enlist help from everybody else in your family don't be shy to tell them you know I'm having a midlife refuel you know I'm going to spend the next few months making myself priority can you help with whatever it is you know I'd love it if you could empty the dishwasher or you know if you could do some food shopping or whatever it happens to be that you need support with so that you're not left to do absolutely everything at home as well as everything else you do in your life and you feel that people are kind of in your team batting for you to get through this and come out the other end of it you know and and maybe even teaming up with girlfriends so on our program people come together in little community and they all support each other it's such fun I remember we did um uh, when we did our relationship survey I did some radio and TV and we had tons and tons of women coming on the program because they've lost their libido and it was just a really tricky time for them. And I remember when we started on week one of the course that one woman burst out crying and she said, I've never said vaginal dryness out loud before. Mm. And then someone else started crying. And, but you know, before too long, they were all laughing because (laughs) they realized, you know, it's not, it's the world's best kept secret, isn't it? What happens to us all the, in these private parts? We don't talk about it, but actually we've all got bodies. And it happens in some shape or form to us and we just need to deal with it. And going through journeying with people who have got similar experiences is uh, a, a, a very empowering thing to do. Mm. So beautiful. And uh, we feel so grateful to have been able to connect with you and have you on our podcast and connecting with like-minded women who share similar passion and drive, you know, is, is just fantastic. And we'd love for you to share where our listeners can connect with you. Yeah, they can go to um, what the website's marionstewart.com. So a bit weird spelling It's M-A-R-Y-O-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T.com. And there we have a midlife refuel club which is completely free, which has got lots of self-help content. So people can join that. And we have our six week course. If someone needs extra help, they can come to that. Um, There's ton, there's content on there for workplaces as well. There's all sorts of information. And very soon we're going to be launching our new app. So that will have even more help and support for women. So, and anybody who needs to talk, then my team and I are there. We can always make time to help people. Thanks, Marion. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on today and sharing all of that beautiful power and wisdom with us. And I'm sure our listeners are going to absolutely love it. My pleasure. I love it too. 
Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.